You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're talking about the top waiver wire targets for week five next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers here with Dan Schneier to talk about the biggest waiver wire targets for week five of the fantasy football season. But first, let's talk about that 49ers win over the Rams on Monday night. And I think the biggest question coming out of this one is, is there any reason to be optimistic about this Rams offense at this point? Uh, 239 yards of total offense, 3.4 yards per play. Players not named Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby combined for 107 yards in this one. I mean, I know it's a bad matchup, but geez, that was ugly. What, what do you think about the Rams right now? Yeah, the caveat being they did face arguably the best defensive coordinator in the NFL, D'Amico Ryans, right now, at least for my money. Matchup not great, as you mentioned, but no, I can't get excited about this offense. They lost Andrew Whitworth this offseason, mm-hmm. their star left tackle, did nothing to replace him, didn't have any draft capital to even consider replacing him. So they didn't really have any – their big free agent move was Allen Robinson, who right now looks like a total bust, not creating any kind of separation and no chemistry with Matt Stafford. The genius Sean McVay's his genius has always been creating, you know, designing route combinations that get receivers open. I haven't seen much of that yet either this season. So I I have no faith right now in this offense. And Matthew Stafford might be playing hurt. Like we he does not look the same this year. So yeah. it's bad news. Yeah, he was sacked seven times in this one. Seemed like he was pressured on just about every drop back. Nobody's getting open besides Cooper Cup. Even like Tyler Higby had 10 catches for 73 yards. He's looking like a must-start fantasy option. It feels like it's mostly the result of just how dysfunctional this offense is overall because it's all like five-yard passes in the slant or in the flats. It's it's not like Tyler Higby's getting open down the field. It's more just it's the only way they can get the ball out. So, yeah, things are uh, pretty ugly right now. And then I'll just ask you, is it time to hit the panic button on George Kittle? Two catches for 24 yards, four targets in this one. Uh, nobody but Debo Samuel had more than 37 receiving yards for the 49ers. It's been not great with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo at QB so far. Yeah, I think if you could still use his name to get something back in a trade, to me it's worth it. I've just never been a huge fan of George Kittle in fantasy because the 49ers use him in a lot of ways as like a glorified extra offensive tackle on the field. They use him to block a lot. Mm -hmm. He's one of the best blocking, if not the best blocking tight ends in the game. What happens when you lose a Trent Williams and you're playing with injured tackles on the edge well you might use your tight end more to help out so to me there's never been much value but the value is even lower right now given their situation all right let's move on to uh look at the full at the waiver wire if you want to get the full picture for the waiver wire make sure you listen to the full episode of fantasy football today on tuesday morning and make sure you check out jamie eisenberg's full waiver wire column on cbssports.com fantasy but what we'll do is just go through kind of the main talking points and i think the, the biggest one are those running back injuries we learned that Cordero Patterson was placed on IR on Monday. He's going to have knee surgery. Seems like he's going to miss, I mean, at least four weeks. Who knows about beyond that? Bigger news, Javante Williams out for the season with a torn ACL with also a LCL and PCL damage. That's going to be a serious injury for him to come back from. Uh, you know, you're looking at week one of 2024 in doubt, or 2023 in doubt, excuse me. So that's a concern. And then Jonathan Taylor, we still don't know his week four or week five status, but the Colts play on Thursday night. 
quick turnaround. There was some talk that it might be a high ankle sprain. So concerns there. I guess the question is, I think Tyler Algier is the, is the top target on waivers of all these guys. Do you agree with that? Yeah, Algier's my number one target. Yeah, he's the likely to be the Falcons starter. Caleb Huntley, also uh, worth an ad. The Falcons are going to use multiple backs. They're going to be a run-first offense. Broncos also seem like they're going to use multiple backs. It was Mike Boone uh, instead of Melvin Gordon when Javante Williams went out. I think that was just Melvin Gordon being punished for his fumble issues. I think he's going to get the first shot, but they did sign Latavius Murray off of the Saints practice squad. He's been a productive running back in the past. He actually looked pretty good for the Saints this week. Uh, kind of a wild week for him flying out to London, playing at the last minute, going back to New Orleans, getting signed by the Broncos. Would you rather have him than Mike Boone? I think I'd rather have Mike Boone. Just with the receiving upside there, yeah. And the familiarity familiarity with the offense. He did have a couple of bad drops on that last drive for the Broncos. Wonder if that hurts him. But, yeah, I think that makes sense. And then, look, if Naheem Hines is available in your league, he's 25% available. Would you rather have him than any of those guys? Um, I'd probably put Hines above Boone but behind Algier. All right. And then, if you don't need a running back, would you rather just have George Pickens than any of them? He's 37% (laughs) available. Yes, George Pickens is the number one guy I like. I think he gives you the best long-term value. His target share with with Pickett after he came into the game jumped significantly, and that's no surprise. Those two work together all summer. They have a rapport. They have the chemistry down, in my opinion, versus the rest of this receiver core. I think he, by far and away, provides the most upside long-term. He should be 100% rostered after this week just for the upside alone. But if you do need a running back, Tyler Algier looks like he's going to get about a month if not more of opportunity to be the lead back for a run heavy team. So consider him as well for the Falcons. He's like 45% roster, so pretty widely available. And that's going to do it for FFT and 5. We'll be back tomorrow with some trade talk and more. We'll see you next time. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.